0: My dad is on a quest against bugs, man. Like, the bug quest has begun again for Papa. <laughs> he came into my room one day, he's like, Look, son, if you ever find these little brown things around, it's roach repellent. I'm like, we don't have roaches. We got Florida bugs. They're different. They do cocaine. Also, son, if you uh, have
1: a problem and you see the dogs eating them, please take them out of their mouths immediately. They will
0: die. Why is my dad Nick Offerman now? My <laughs> Hello, son, I want you to cook us a delicious breakfast of steak and scotch whiskey, and then we're gonna go kill some bugs and together.
1: I, I know that you think that I only mean some of your eggs. I mean all of the eggs. Fried I want them all. you
0: to eat all my eggs!
1: Um, also, I'm doing a character that sounds a lot like Nick Offerman, so i am been... Not on the show or anything. It's from a D and D group, so I really want to get into his, <laughs> his character and who he oh is. Oh my
0: god! I w- oh my god! If we ever do a D and D show, my character will literally just be fucking Nick Offerman, who got <laughs> got put into like a portal and is now suddenly in this fantasy world. Like, I have no idea why I'm here. I assume I am a warrior, but uh, let's go for it. You
1: know they say that I'm very good at uh, woodworking, which is very true. Also I have this thing on my sheet called Folk Hero. I'm sure <laughs> that will come in handy.
0: Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time! It's time, it's time. It's time for low I'm a low. I'm telling you, you better low. Hello to B.S. Let me tell you something right now. B people be walking like this. <laughs> and that's, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, the best show of all time. Featuring the two best damn men of all time and I'm talking about E. The B to the
1: L.A.K.E. That's right,
0: it's Blake Tedder.
1: And I don't understand the character that he's doing here, but I assume it is adequately hilarious. Yes, that is him, <laughs> the S, Scotty Moore. I am Nick Offerman, filling in for Blake Tanner tonight. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, I'm going away. Hey, guys, I'm back.
0: Oh, man. No, it's a load of NC. It's Chris Rock and Nick Offerman's new podcast, where one won't stop yelling and the other won't stop mumbling quietly. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. This week, we're going to be talking about all kinds of weird woodworking. It's like, okay, man. I don't know why, but I also just want Did you ever watch Crash Box?
1: Cretin. I don't know the name. What is it? it what happened? I,
0: I swear to God, it's essential. I think it's what spurned the entire steampunk aesthetic, because it had that kind. But it was for kids, and it was all these different like small games that you, kids could play. Just like in my the voice I was just doing, I swear was reminiscent of this one guy who was like, "Today we're gonna learn about Matt! Now, here's the question. Take the 50 states, or take how many states there are in the continuous U.S. and divide it by the number of chromosomes in your body. And now, like, it would be that shit, so it would be, like, trivia. Then you had to do math with that trivia, and you'd be like, and then the answer is 14! 14! Might look m- m- nice, but it's mighty mean. Fourteen. <laughs> he always spoke uh, in rhyme.
1: I tried to type those numbers into my calculator, but it always came up as, yes, 80,085. Although it's very hilarious, it looks like boobs.
0: Eleven, eleven, looks so good, send you to heaven. And, yeah, that's essentially all that show was, was people screaming, uh, like, information about shit at you. Inside, like, another one was called... Oh, shit, I cannot remember what the name of it was. It was like, uh,
1: Putt-Putt Goes to the Future.
0: No, no, it was not Putt-Putt Goes to the Future. Math Blasters
1: no. 9, Math <laughs> Blasted.
0: Hold on, I'm looking it up right now. It was all about this guy... And what this dude would do is he lived at the zoo, and he would fucking eat animals. <laughs> he would eat animals, and then you would have to go inside of his body and figure out Eddie Bull. That's what it was. Uh, here we go. I'm, I've actually got a list of the top ten Crash Box games right here. At the Walla Walla, Washington Zoo, a boy named Eddie Bull is... Sw- oh, okay, never mind. It's, uh, I reversed it. A man named Eddie Bull is swallowed whole by an unseen animal and gives the viewers clues, and you have to figure out what swallowed them alive.
1: Man, they don't make them <laughs> like they used to.
0: They don't make them like they used to, where you got to watch a man get devoured on every episode of a show and then get shot out.
1: Always had to shit him out too It was very graphic
0: Yeah exactly, graphic if you will yep.
1: Oh um, I remember there was this one game that we played And it was a, a math based game and, yeah. Except it was um It was third grade math warriors At least I think so Because there was a typo on the box And it was fourth grade meth warriors uh. <laughs> And it f- It fucked a lot of my friends up Because you had to do meth To do math
0: you were on that meth train.
1: They call it meth math.
0: Meth train was my favorite Guns N' Roses. I'm on the meth, meth train. train. What's bad is I think that song's about a different drug. So I mean, I'm not that far off. That's true. Oh, that's
1: gotta be. That's gotta be about coke, right?
0: That's I, yeah. I'm almost positive it's about cocaine.
1: I mean, because I don't think there was. Any drug that was as well used in the era of hair bands as cocaine.
0: Yeah, it was like the hundred. Like I remember hearing shit about like, uh, Ozzy Osbourne sno- s- with Nikki Six snorting a line of ants. So I think that's how you would know.
1: Yep. Funny thing, that was only the seventy fifth song about cocaine from that one week on the charts.
0: From that one band specifically. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, sweet child of mine? Cocaine.
0: Oh, never mind. We were wrong, Blake. This is more in our wheelhouse. The song is a tribute to an infamous brand of cheap Californian fortified wine called Night Train Express, which was extremely popular with the band because of low price and high alcohol content.
1: Yep, there we go. Although, it does it does really hit home all of the lyrics that do say... Go to the liquor store, fill my cup up, we're gonna drink.
0: Yeah, exactly. Hold on, top ten songs about cocaine. Huh, Cocaine by Eric Clapton is number one. (laughs)
1: Wait, what? Hold on.
0: Wait, do you not know of the song Cocaine?
1: No, I do, I do, I just never knew it was about cocaine. Wait, what? (laughs) I I know, he's just always going, I get my, I get my, I get my...
0: And you're like, oh, this is clearly about like his love for a woman. Now we were right. Guns N' Roses doves have a song about cocaine called My Michelle. But apparently, uh it's I do know about that a song. Yeah, it's about a girl who uh did cocaine and doesn't anymore, so that's not as good. Oh, um, I thought
1: you were gonna say it was about a girl who was just cocaine.
0: Yeah. Oh, we do have uh, "Lit Up" by Buck Cherry, the, with the lead singer who looks like Willem Dafoe. <laughs> <laughs> so we put drinking game: take a shot every time Josh Todd says cocaine in the video. On second thought, don't. We want to incur. We don't want to encourage blackouts.
1: Although, I do believe that. This makes sense. A lot of top songs about cocaine have cocaine in the name.
0: Um, although my favorite one is now from Grandmaster Flash and it's called White Lines. Don't do it. My-, <laughs> my white lines go a long way either up your nose or through your vein with nothing to gain but killing your brain. <laughs> Alright. There we go. That- oh my god. Crack Rock Steady. Holy shit! Crack Rocks. <laughs> That's my favorite Ninja Turtles character, Crack Rock Steady.
1: Oh, it was after Rocksteady went downhill. Mm-hmm. When he had a bad character arc.
0: I forgot what his, uh, what his familiar, what his second's name was, and I swear to God, I was about to call them Crack Rock Steady and Bullwinkle, and I know it's not Bullwinkle. Can't be Bullwinkle. Rock, bebop, that's what his name. It's
1: bebop, bebop rocks, did it? Bebop
0: <laughs> I was trying to think if there was like a term we could use instead, like a Coke reference that you could also put in bebop, but there's just really not other than like B rock. It's my bebop. It's that. That's the bebop. Um, also, a little bit of an update from last week's episode where I decided to go on the Great Healy Quest of 2018.
1: Are you dead yet?
0: Here's the thing. (laughs) In the mail. On Saturday. Actually, no, I woke up to it being slung onto my bed. A package containing Heelys and Blake Tanner. I thought it'd be easy. I don't know why. I guess it's because like, you only got a heel on both feet. It'd be like walking, but with wheels. I thought it would be easy. No. I... (laughs) Like a fucking, like, like a dude in a martial arts movie trying to practice for the big fight. I was awake at, like, 11 o'clock last night after taking sleep meds, just healing through my living room, like... Come on, come on, you can do... Ah, no, I stopped. I stopped too early. Let me try to... Mm, Nope. And then went to my room solemnly and watched a bunch of videos on how to Healy. And this may surprise you, they all featured, like, seven-year-old Portuguese girls. Like, that was it.
1: Mmm, Healy's very popular in Portugal now, aren't they?
0: Yeah, exactly. So they were just like, It's really easy, just get your balance, and then you step plant, and then push. And I'm like, okay, step, plant, and f- fuck. Okay, step, plant, put. Ah, son of a bitch.
1: That's the problem, Scotty. It's a young man's game. Why
0: are you doing this so well, Abuela? Teach me your secrets! Abuela means grandma. I know, I was watching a very dope grandma yeah. <laughs> just wheeling. My favorite thing in the world is the fact that apparently in the Amish community... They will wear skates because apparently that's not too technologically advanced for them. But the problem with that is the fact that they wear those long fucking flowing dresses, so you can't see they have skates on. So it just like looks like these specters floating, floating down the street at you. Oh,
1: that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I th- I've seen that happen before. Like people have done that as a trick on stage to make a ghost. Yeah, like, yeah. they'll just have a woman, and she'll either be, I guess, have. Some type of wheels under her in this really long dress, just gliding around. Yeah. Hey, I'm a ghost. Boo.
0: I, that's why I want. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna wear my kimono exclusively when I Healy around. Oh my gosh, it's the ghost of cultural appropriation. He's coming for us. Da, 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 da. No, as I as I Healy by, I'm just like, you guys like Eminem. Son of a bitch! <laughs> you got us again, ghost of cultural appropriation.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna get a really long bathrobe, like mm. Healy, down the driveway in the morning to get the get the mail. Yeah, yeah. And so, what's up? Blake died ten
0: years ago. <laughs> it's like you Healy path. Anyone up for Taco Bell cultural appropriation now? Oh man. Uh, uh so how's your life been, buddy?
1: <laughs> it's been very uneventful. The best thing that's happened to me this week is I've heard a story and um we talked a lot in our group me about anime and its relativity to memes. Yeah. Anime of course very very lends itself very much to the meme market and um I've become somewhat of a meme trader. <laughs> okay. But anyway. So my jo- or my Josh friend my friend Josh, um, works at an office, uh, one of the offices for Coca Cola. And he was escorting people to and from their job interviews the other day. And he was escorting this one dude, and he told me he just couldn't shake the fact that he'd seen this person before. Right. And as he walked by, he said it was like a, uh, it's like a light flipped on, and he was like, Oh, hey! You tried to get my brother's girlfriend to cheat on him with, with you, and so he smashed in the windshield of your car because of that. I remember What's you. What's
0: up, bro? How you
1: doing? Um, and kind of as he was walking, he saw his brother at his desk. Yeah. The same brother that smashed in his windshield, and he got very nervous.
0: He's just like, don't kill anybody, please. Joel.
1: So what, Josh? Did he took it to the HR representative? He told him the story, and, they
0: sh- and the HR representative said, "Oh, it's fine." He had a shitty interview anyway. <laughs> That's all it takes, buddy. That was what I kind of had a semi shitty interview because, like, I'm trying to move departments where I work, and I'm trying to get into that sweet, sweet home department where really all you have to do in a day is sell one person a bag of bedding, bedding, and you're like, I'm set. But I think I had a bad interview, and they're like, what do you think you could sell the most of? And I'm like, what do I think I could sell well or the most of? And they're like, both. And I'm like, I could sell candles, because I can guarantee when I'm over here, I'm gonna spend all fucking day smelling our candles. I will make a ranked system of my favorite candles, and they just gotta stare like, we have other stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, the cocktail stuff, I could t- show people, like, different liquors they could pour in, and how don't cocktails, and they're like, you're not, like, this ain't working, dude. It's like, oh. I mean, I guess, hey, look, it's a shelf. Yeah, look at this shit, it's a shelf, dude. Like, if someone's like, hey, man, could you teach me about our, the luggage? Like, what's the best luggage? Well, this one holds things.
1: We have a very fine collection of spoons.
0: No, I don't know why, but I'm now, like, in a fucking cloak. Hello, sir. What are you buying? What are you selling? What do you guys have? We have a fine collection of spoons. Come check it out. And then I heal you away. Do you want my spoon?
1: Ooh, I'm the spoon goblin. I'm the
0: spoon goblin. This one, I love the fact, they have a novelty set of, like, spoons and flatware and all that, and they all have puns written on them, and none of them are good. Like, there's a, there's a dish meant for, like, nachos, and this is, like, nacho mama snack, and I'm like, could y'all not, could you fuck off for a minute, please? <laughs>
1: oh, this is nacho best marketing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, there, what's weird is there are some that have puns, and then there are some where it just says, like, bread. Is that a pun, or is bread... Sp- it's for bread. Okay. Think they could have come up with something?
1: Bread. It just sells itself. It's fucking bread.
0: I mean, make a pun. It's the yeast you could do, and then I heal you away.
1: <laughs> and now I'm the bread goblin. I'm
0: the bread goblin. I'm gonna start throwing bread at people free samples bitch free samples why are we selling bread at the home department of this store (laughs) it's not it's not even good bread it's like that shitty comes in like a yellow bag bread that you get at walmart
1: (laughs) this is piggly wiggly bread eat it bitch It's basically the same, honestly. It's fucking bread.
0: And then I've also... I also have this non-bread cultural appropriation away! Damn it. Cultural appropriation goes strikes again.
1: God. Oh, my favorite Indian restaurant, speaking of, is has to find a new place or... It's going to close down because UAB, the university we went to, bought the building and they're going to tear it down.
0: Oh no. What if they just turn it into the UAB School of Indian Medicine or Indian Food? I, UAB- yeah, I don't understand. I feel like Indi-
1: like medicine for Indian people would be similar to medicine for everyone else.
0: Uh, no, it's, it, the medicine itself, because like, everyone talks about Western versus Eastern medicine, this is an Eastern medicine based place. Where, oh. where it's just like a lot of this works but some of it doesn't. Woo. Yep.
1: Indian medicine, it's just all the same stuff we do at the other place because that's what works.
0: Yeah. Have you uh have we ever And we to- burn some incense.
1: <laughs> I hope you like the smell of curry.
0: <laughs> Downtown Birmingham now smells of curry and incense, thanks to UAB School of Indian Medicine and also food. Oh man, have we ever talked about my gu- my my buddy Zach on this show and the insane shit he would do in high school? I think <laughs> we did once. Probably. I think we talked about we talked about him uh, not being able to do a chicken noise, where he just screams at the entire class for five seconds. But uh, I thought about it earlier because someone sent like pictures of me in high school, and I kind of told them to delete it, because fuck, that was a bad trip. Um, But I remembered one time, did you ever, like, go out with your friends and speak in British accents?
1: Oh, I was speaking in a British accent all night tonight, because the show that we're doing is British.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, this was just because we were assholes, and we would, like, go to the mall and, like... Wait,
1: you mean, like, what we used to do?
0: Yeah, yeah. As no, it you no, and me? No, no, what me and my friends in high school used to do. The same we, thing that we used to do. We would, like, try to pick up girls by convincing them that we were in a British rock band. Never fucking worked. Um,
1: <laughs> That's funny. Joshua was telling the story from earlier. Um, people, he used to do such a good British accent that, all oh, people wanted him to do it a lot. And then it was just the floodgates opened.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, but one time we were out with our buddy Zach, and Zach could not do a fucking British accent to save his life, but he was a of proud German heritage, which anytime you made fun of his German heritage, he would always reply with my favorite insult of all time, which is, I will come down on you with the wrath of my ancestors, you snake-licking cur.
1: <laughs> I'm going to do what Germany's best at opening up war on too many fronts and then getting my ass pounded in by the Russians.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But uh, one time we went to Walmart, and we were all doing our British accents, but he was doing a German one, and his entire character was a German exchange student who did not know English that well and did not know American customs. And we were leaving... You know those trunks they used to sell at Walmart? Like... Like a Foot Locker you'd put at the end of your bed? Yeah. So here's what happened. Oh we, were, God. we were leaving. We are like, alright, where do you want to go next? I don't know. We could probably go to Mormon's maybe, go to TCBY, get some ice cream. Wait a minute. Where's Zach? And we just looked to our left, looked to our right. Zach's fucking gone. Zach has disappeared. And we rush back through where we were just walking. Like, he's gotta be here somewhere. He's gotta be up. And he's literally climbing out of one of the foot lockers as we find him. He's just like I don't know what 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 is this here for? Is this for naps? So we're like no it's for what he broke our characters. We're like, no 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 The fuck are you doing? Get out And it's, we were... it is a box, it is for nap. This is box for nap, right? Correct. No it's not, come on. And we had to run out of the fucking Walmart before someone's like, "Why was that child climbing into this box?"
1: When we were in high school, we got kicked out of Walmart only once. Mm-hmm. Felt good about that. Um, it was because myself and Josh, once again, had decided to do a race through the a singular aisle in the toy area of Walmart, which its main hallmark was the amount of Barbie dolls that were in it, and what could be considered at the time as the girly toys. Mm-hmm. Very pink, and we we had this fun idea where it was going to be a bit where we would start choking and dying halfway through, and it was really actually a hard thing to try to race through it, because we were boys and it was girl stuff. Okay. And that's icky, and it doesn't mix. And we were so extremely progressive uh, high schoolers, as you could tell. Um, halfway through, uh, an older attendant at the store starts yelling at us. And I was further along, so I just slipped into the next aisle and avoided her as the rest of my friends kind of got yelled at and walked out of the building. And I believe that she said some things along the line of, Y'all need to stop smoking that reefer and y'all need to get right with Jesus.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. with the We used to get kicked out of the mall all the time because we had, like, a huge friend group. Like, Jacoby and everybody would call their friends. So we'd end up with, like, a group of 20 people, which apparently, according to mall security, is, like, gang levels. So they're like, y'all gonna have to split up. Y'all can't walk together. This is a scene you're causing by walking. And we're like... We're a fucking, we're a group of friends, that's it. And they're like,
1: I'm sorry, you have created a mob situation and we do have the ability to use tear gas in a mob situation.
0: Yeah, and so Jacoby looks at us as we were leaving one day because they finally were like, you're out. And he goes, guys, I'm going to scream something and y'all all need to scatter and start running. So we get like probably tw- 20, 30 feet from the exit and he just, you just hear Squirrel tactics. <laughs> and then we all bolt and start running for our cars and then the police start to walk towards us.
1: Oh lord. And
0: this boy had the most southern accent. He's like, "I got no problem sending your asses to Coosa. I don't give a damn. Kusa. I'll do whatever it takes. I'll send you there." And then like one of our To make cousins, sure that
1: you unruly kids stop having fun.
0: Stop having friends. And then one of our friends in the back starts to laugh and goes, You see, you find something funny back there? You find something funny? I am stone faced, but but internally I am fucking dying at this. Oh man. But you know what I never die for, Blake?
1: Our fans.
0: I never die. wait, I but I would die for our fans, especially the ones that support us over at Patreon.com slash a load of BS. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Patreon.com slash a load of BS is the website where you can go and support all of the BS network, whether it be Fight Boys, Fun Fiction, or of course, a load of BS. And we got perks over there for you. You get access to our exclusive Discord where you can kind of help us design, like, help us decide, like, shirt designs and new episode topics and stuff like that. And of course, you'd get shouted out every single week on the show, like the Patreon Saint Deborah Moore, like Miss Jenny Side, like Scott Moore, like uh, Gazi, our brand new bro Gazi who likes Fight Boys and supports us over there. So make sure to join them over at Patreon.com/slash a load of B S. Now, Blake, what are you, what you doing, buddy? You look like you're what? Oh yeah, it looks like you're working on something. Nope, fell asleep. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought, I thought, because uh, like I know tomorrow apparently in Birmingham, you, we have an opportunity, Blake. We have an opportunity to get our foot in the door with one of the biggest corporations on the planet, Google. Goggle. Goggle. And see, I read about Google's coming to your town, so make sure to. Go, and they'll teach you, like, different things about multimedia. And I was like, we do multimedia. I need to go to that. And do then I clicked, on, I clicked on that, and it was all just like how to make gadgets, how to make new apps for the for the new era. They have but, a
1: whole section on flipping houses in Birmingham. What?
0: What the fuck is this? And is that a timeshare opportunity in Baja?
1: Multi-level Google marketing? No! Oh,
0: no! So I think, if we're gonna do this, we can't bring them in like a load of BS. We can't bring in the BS network. We have to bring in some sort of app or gadget that really knocks their socks off, really gets them. So, Do you have any ideas to start off with? I mean, I feel like with an app or with a good gadget, you need to have a question... That needs to be answered. A question that nothing else has been answering.
1: Well, Scotty Moore, I've got just the thing.
0: Okay. So, do you know the
1: question of... Man, I really wish there was an easier way to mow my lawn every day.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with it. Every like, I understand week.
1: that. Well, here it is, and I'm taking a page, a play on words, from the ever-popular Google Glass... Okay. And now we're going to have Google Grass. Okay! See, this is where Google comes in and it replaces your entire yard and it takes out all of that icky plant matter and all, right. all that stuff that's good for the environment and all that, that stuff that's making a, a nice habitat for everything and it just replaces it with grass adjacent plastic stuff.
0: Okay. I, I'm feeling this. I'm liking it. I yeah. uh I think I like it, but I feel like it, it needs more. Like there's certain words oh. that they use like multi-communication and like stuff like that. So like is this Bluetooth enabled grass?
1: Oh, this is Bluetooth enabled grass, this is solar powered grass, which is not what you get from normal grass.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> So it's solar powered it's power to save, save the fucking yep. planet.
1: And the best thing is, you know what, Scotty? If your phone's dying and you're out and in just enjoying your yard, all you have to do, take your phone, drop it in the grass, it's charging.
0: Oh, shit. This just went from a kind of dumb joke to, I'd do it, I'd <laughs> replace it with my phone charging grass. Exactly. Now, unfortunately, we have not found a way... Well, I guess other than solar power. But what about what happens at night? That's right, your grass can be charged through USB. <laughs> you yes. Can USB charge your grass? Mm-hmm. Your grass
1: is also an amazing battery. It will glow at night.
0: Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. And then if you've got a, like a, uh, no, it's not called a Pantera. What's the fucking new electric? A uh, Tesla. I <laughs> like the Pantera yep. now. <laughs> Oh, that's our other gadget. Do you do you like your car, and, but just don't have enough heavy metal blasting at you the whole time you're in it? It's just a bit. <laughs> get the Pantera. It just oh. you get into it. No, it like this song speeds up and slows down based on how fast your car is going. So it's like. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, and the best thing is your song will change with how fast you're going.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a slow, you know, those good old slow uh, fucking Pantera and Metallica, like, melodic songs they would do. <laughs> oh, it's like that,
1: oh, what is it, where it was, a, it was released and it's just a bunch of, like, tunes and you can put these cards together and you can play, like, three or four different songs. Oh, drop beats, mix. And
0: yes drop mix yeah I, I love that game i own it no no no. i prefer the it's like the toothbrush that has the song in it it's the fucking touch dude's toothbrush but with a fucking car oh
1: and that's another thing you'll get with google grass it is voice enabled so you can say hey grass play me the newest pantera
0: song hey grass grow sick awesome Hey, Grass, cut yourself. Mm-hmm. No, 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 that's what it is. It can go up or it can retract, depending. So, like, if it's, like, Halloween and you want to give your house, like, a spooky overground thing, you can be, like, full length, and then it just goes up as high as you can go. Yep. Uh, so, would you like
1: the added jack-o'-lantern
0: feature? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, thank you, sir. Thank you, Grass. <laughs> um, also, can I just say my favorite thing about the uh, the Google Pantera? is the fact that it also has an automatic voice. (laughs) Oh, fuck, this is dumb. It has an automatic, like, voice call for if you're out of uh, gas. Mm -hmm. And so, like, as you're going down the road, you're just having us, like, some wine, like and then you just hear give me fuel, give me fire, give me no desire. ooh it plays it, plays it plays Fuel by Metallica until you put gas in it and then you can listen to other songs.
1: Oh it doesn't play the whole song, it just says every 30 seconds
0: give me fuel, give me fire, give me no <laughs> it's just that it's nothing but that for like 30 minutes Um, and then also, like, you can, it's voice controlled, so you can be like, hey, play, uh, play Master of Puppets, and dirt, 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 it'll play Master of Puppets, but if you're just like, hey, play the latest episode of the Flophouse podcast, kicks you out of the fucking car and refuses to open until it's, you stop being a pussy. That's what the car
1: says. It jettisons you from the car.
0: Like, with a, with a
1: spring-loaded ejector seat. Okay. This is also a self-driving car.
0: It's a self-driving Batman-esque car, and it just says, I'll see you at home. Maybe would you stop being such a little bitch and want to listen to some Skinner? Come back.
1: Matter of fact, you can only listen to Skinner now.
0: You can only listen to Skinner. Wait, no, no, that's when the, the, um, the, <laughs> the Nickelback kicks in, and they're like, this is all you get until you realize to appreciate what I've been giving you. Okay, I'm sorry, Google Pantera, please. Listen to this bad music. Also, I don't know how we can pull this off, but I love the idea that the car has a bandana. The whole top half of the car is covered by a bandana.
1: No, yep, yeah, that's perfect.
0: It has, like, long hair metal locks that flow behind the car as you drive it. And, like, you know how
1: most cars have what looks like a face? It's a very angry face. It's a
0: very... Why are the high beams on that car? Why are they slanted? And red. And also red! It's the worst! It doesn't help me
1: see at night at all.
0: This is garbage. I hate the new Pantera. And that's when the doors lock.
1: Oh, it, no. This car willingly drives into traffic.
0: No, 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 here's what, it locks, it's still a self-driving car, but it locks you, and it starts playing one, and now your body can't move, and you can't speak, and you're basically the dude in the fucking music video, so you're stuck, and you're like, this is horrible, and they're like, understand the meaning of one. Oh man, dude, did you see the video of, apparently, apparently the woman was off her meds, and was a bit crazy. But she was in the middle of a four way busy intersection just doing fucking donuts with her wind.
1: I have seen that video before, and it's like she's waving outside the car the whole time.
0: Yeah, and apparently she's like screaming out Jesus lyrics at people. Jesus loves the little children. (laughs) All the children of the world. Car flips over. That's why I'm sending them all to Jesus. They're all going. My favorite was the video I watched. It had the same dude doing commentary over the whole thing. So I guess they took one video and looped it over a bunch of different other videos of the scene. And it got dark at the end because at the end, the dude's just like, Shooter! Fucking shooter and I'm Holy like Holy shit. Shoot her and I'm like no Shoot her. And I'm sitting here like, look man, I know she's only kind of messing up cars. She's not like exploding anything, it's fine.
1: See, though in our new Google car you won't have to worry about that.
0: Because now it won't be Jesus loves the little children playing as you do donuts in an intersection. It will instead be playing the yep. greatest hits of Megadeth.
1: And the car will do the donuts for you.
0: Exactly. It'll keep them tighter. That way, you won't run into that cop car. It was a bit like GTA, can I not lie? Because, like...
1: I do remember when she ran into that cop car. Yeah,
0: because she hit, like, two other cars, and the cop is still kind of sitting over there like, Okay, I don't know what we can do. Hits the cop car, Is finally when the cop's like, Hey, come here! Come here! You're in trouble now that you hit the cop car! (laughs) Alright, now I'm mad. Now i oh, mad, you had a cop car. Otherwise, you were only at one star. Now you're up to a whole three stars, crazy lady.
1: Three stars? That means the chopper's gonna get involved. What the fuck is GTA do you play? Three stars is always when the police helicopters come in. I thought that was six. No, no, six stars is when the military comes in.
0: Oh, God. Oh, man, I would've loved that escalation in that video. A fucking <laughs> tank pulls up. Oh, it's normally as soon as the tank pulls up, because in most GTA games, as soon as you touch the tank, you
1: explode.
0: No, 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 I like the idea. Gets out of her car, because her car is now flipped over in a ditch, runs up, gets in the tank, now the tank is doing donuts.
1: And every time something touches the tank,
0: it explodes. Exactly. And then the whole shooter thing makes a whole lot more sense. wait, wait she's in a tank! She's in a fucking I tank! Can't what shoot do we her. Do? We're going to have to get another tank. All right, so we've got the Google, uh, Google Grass, we've got the Google Pantera, I now think the Google Tank. The, the G-Tank. The G-Tank. So what's the G-Tank's features? Blake, uh, pretend you're, you're doing your TED Talk, your Steve Jobs-esque Apple presentation, and you're about to announce the G-Tank to the world. All right, so
1: we revolutionized the idea of warfare. Because when you think about it, what is the primary limiting factor of the tank? And then it just shows a tank getting bogged down in the mud. Yeah, It's like, that's right, of course, the treads. We've removed the treads entirely, and now it's a hover tank.
0: Oh no, and now it's feet. It's It's a bunch of fucking creepy feet attached to the treads of a tank.
1: And the feet jump up, and now it's a hover tank.
0: And now it's a hover tank. It's a hover tank, but it also has feet. In case you go through... I guess a, a weird spot of air.
1: <laughs>
0: also, if you land on
1: uh, concrete,
0: mm-hmm. feet are great for that. Yeah, yeah. Wait, well, no, it gets better. Also, what's the other big problem with tanks? So big, enemies can f- see them coming a mile away. So we took the tank and we made it smaller. We flattened it out to where the enemy is going to be hard seeing it. But I now know what you're thinking. Stabilization. Well, we've actually added these two wings on the side. <laughs>
1: Oh, of course, come stock with everything.
0: Actually, you may notice it's not a tank anymore. It's just a four-door sedan. (laughs) No, no, it's just like, this is a fucking plane. You've made a plane. No, 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 this is the G-Tank. You don't understand.
1: Because, of course, and this is the real kicker vertical takeoff and landing Mm
0: -hmm. also a lot of people feel like uh feel like there won't be enough stability on the ground like most tanks have that's why we've attached this string that one brave soldier will carry to carry this tank throughout the wind
1: right under it
0: (laughs) it's it's wind powered and it's (sighs) just a fucking kite oh
1: yes and now i know what you're thinking are we still going to be able to fire the main gun while uh, the tank is in hover mode? No, you are not.
0: No no in fact we've removed the gun because we know people will just want to fly it in hover mode. We've also added this lovely red and red and yellow coloring to the outside to make it exciting for its kids
1: It's actually now a confetti launching vehicle.
0: Oh my god. I would love if fucking Google trolled us this whole, like, trolled us at the next press conference and was like, what's the problem with the phone? It's too thick, so we flattened that baby down. What's the next problem? Always falls. So, and then they just keep going until their next release is the iPhone kite. And it's just a giant kite that flies up in the air.
1: (laughs) We did have a, um, we did have a competition to see who would name what the tank design was, and I am afraid that Tanky McTankface won.
0: Unfortunately, we did leave it up to the internet, which, you know, thinking, <laughs> being Apple, you'd think we would have thought beyond letting the internet name things, but we didn't.
1: Hold up. I'm to stop you for a second. Back the truck up. Uh-huh. Apple?
0: Yeah. This is Apple. This is Apple x Google. They're coming together to make a tank. Apple X Google. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, this is called the... No, I was about to make a Steve Jobs joke, but I can't. I I just can't. Um, it's too soon. <laughs> too soon. Oh, dude, did we, we... I don't think we've discussed it on the show, how my fucking roommate freshman year accidentally predicted Steve Jobs' death, and in the worst mm-hmm. way. It was pretty easy,
1: because the man refused cancer treatments and said eating fruit would cure his cancer. Wait, really? I didn't know this. I I think that he like he held off on actual like medical cancer treatments for a long time, because even though when you are one of the smartest, most amazing men, if you still don't believe in medicine, then the cancer will get you. Yeah.
0: Well, no, no. He was one day. He was just like, man, I don't like Steve Jobs. I don't like the way he does his business. I I wouldn't mind if Steve Jobs died tomorrow following Did day. Did he die tomorrow? Following day, Steve Jobs died earlier today after a fierce battle with cancer. And he just walked into our room, sat down at his computer, and he goes, everyone shut the fuck up. Don't bring it up. <laughs> no one bring it up. Please do not. I know, I may have just killed one of the greatest technical minds of our generation. But, uh...
1: And you know what? If you do bring it up, I'll wish you were dead tomorrow.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I won't have
1: to wait for cancer because I'll do it.
0: Welcome to Death Note, the Connor edition.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's good.
0: Uh, Now, unfortunately, we have not been checking chat. uh, Which, uh, super sorry to Block's animation. (laughs) She just goes, hello, what doing? Hello? Okay, bye. We're sorry. I like
1: like to read it more like, hello? What doing? Hello? Okay, bye.
0: Yeah, we're sorry. Bye. We're sorry our app wasn't about making Roblox animations, which I'm sure is what you do. But I seen that, had a much better one, which was what's up boys, make an app for the least bowel destroying tacos nearest me. Now that's something we could get into.
1: Um yeah, so what happens is you get this app and it says, Do you want to find the nearest bowel or the nearest non bowel destroying tacos to you? and there's a button that says, I do, help me find them. You press it, and it says, no.
0: (laughs) Not existent. No, no, I like that. Let's think about this. It could be almost like Tinder, where (laughs) you go to a place, and then you can either swipe right for it did destroy my bowels, or then uh, if you do left. No, no, left means it destroyed my bowels. Right means it didn't. We rank those, and then you can look at people rating. How much a place has destroyed their bowels and make your decision based on that, and it don't have to just be tacos, it could be for everything and
1: you could have a a star rating system of one it didn't really destroy my bowels at all to five, I have literally melted
0: yeah, yeah, and it could be called a uh, dirid it diuretic right. no, the
1: diuredit is actually where people post about these restaurants,
0: yeah, that's it. That's our, uh, that's our, uh, the official subreddit of the dia, uh, what can we call it be called? diarr
1: diorama.
0: Di- Diorite. Dier- Dior, diar, dier- R- R- R-
1: I think that's a rock in Minecraft.
0: Do you think this is what happens in Silicon Valley? Is just a bunch of dudes get high on cocaine and they sit around, and they're like, okay. Dioru, rude, No, no, that's not gonna be it. Diorite and then
1: they end up just adding i in front of it i diarrhea
0: i uh, diarrhea
1: <laughs> oh man blake or actually because apple has probably got the i patented my diarrhea my diarrhea my
0: diarrhea pal god <laughs> oh man diarrhea friend i like it no no the poop pal it's called Poop. the Poop Pal.
1: I feel like there are a thousand different things that I would think of if I heard of an app called the Poop Pal. Yeah. Ahead of, oh, this is telling me where I can get good
0: tacos. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. But, Blake, I, w- I actually, in prep for this, I was reading a book about gadgets and gizmos, and I'm kind of done. kind of done with it. kind of done with the whole reading thing. You know, and I just wish someone would read to me.
1: Oh, or you know what? What if you could vape a
0: book? What if you could vape a book? Hi, I'm Scotty Moore, here to talk talk to you about Vapeable.com. No, I'm here to talk to you guys today about Audible.com, the website where you can go and download hundreds of thousands of audiobooks straight to your phone. If you're too busy to just sit down and read a book, you can just listen to one. And with our brand new Audible link, audibletrial.com slash BS, you can go get a free 30-day trial of Audible. It would help support us. You get a free 30-day trial and you get a free audiobook. So you can download one of mine. You can get Queezlecorp, Corp Risen, or even BS vs. the Gods when that finally comes out. You can get numerous different audiobooks delivered straight to your phone by going to audibletrial.com. Slash slash, uh, AudibleTrial.com network. I, I forgot what it was for a minute oh. there.
1: Well, you know what? I'm proud of what we did. We have an Audible link now. I'll be right back.
0: Okay. <laughs> Alright, so Blake Tanner, we've made our apps. We've made it and we have a million dollars. What are we going to do next?
1: Where the video games at?
0: Oh, so we're just going to fucking... So what you're saying is now being the techie masters that we are we do the next, like Microsoft, they were like, we dominated the computer game, I think. Did they do computers? What did yes,
1: yes, they do computers.
0: Okay, and then they're like, what do we do next? Xbox! Let's make the Xbox! So now we have to make our video game system, which I guess is called the BS1, <laughs> which I feel like might have some confusion. With some other different, uh, other um, different systems, but the BS one is here.
1: Wait, no, 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 right, that's fine. I, I was, I wanted to pull for the uh, the Blake Station. The
0: Blake Station? Well, that's what it stands for. But I prefer Or the Scott
1: Box. The
0: Scott Box? No, we call it the BS Five. That way, everyone's just like, "Oh, the new PS PlayStation Five is here." No, it's not. It's not. This is the BS Five. It's different. It's completely different. Um, so, I think we need to make some, like, our, what's it called? Like, your opening games? Like, your first games for a system to come out? Like, your links and your Marios?
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you mean, like, your, uh, just your release titles? Yeah,
0: your release titles. We need some release titles for the BS5, I think.
1: Um, okay. So, I've got some ideas. I've got some topics that we can choose from.
0: May or may not have been stolen from Reddit, but yes. Yep.
1: No, from Game Dev Tycoon. Oh, okay. Even better. Um, okay, now, I think you remember the whole <laughs> development fiasco that Spore was. Yeah. I think that you and I, we need to get the team together and we do need to do a game about evolution and do it right.
0: Okay, so like a new
1: Spore. A new Spore. And really, because in the beginning, Scotty. All you have to do is snap your fingers and everything's there. Because this is uh, true to evolution.
0: Yeah, exactly. I like... See, here's the thing with Spore. It wasn't exciting enough. Like, there were battles, but it wasn't, like, super battle-heavy. Like, you can go around and explore things. I like the idea that we make it even more (laughs) battle-heavy.
1: Yeah, I think... Honestly, though, keep cell stage. We're going to just rip cell stage straight from Spore.
0: Okay, so so everything about that is strictly Spore. But then when you finally get to leg stage, where you get legs and arms, you now become a bare-knuckle boxer.
1: Oh, yes. Arms aren't optional in this game.
0: You have to have arms. You don't have to have the legs unless you try the kickboxing expansion but otherwise you have to have arms and then after that uh, depending on your opponent and how well you beat them you can get like like if you beat them just like a little bit you get maybe like a new haircut but if you murder a man in cold blood in a boxing ring you rip out his eyes and you can put it on yourself oh no this is even better this is like the Frankenstein boxing game where you're trying to make the better best boxer and the way you do that is by killing your opponents and then taking the best parts of them.
1: Oh, so like every opponent is going to have a gimmick that they use that puts them ahead of the game, but
0: you kill them and take it. Also, I like the idea... You are not able to figure like they don't come out and they're like this is Tommy ears he can hear your thoughts. No, instead you have to based on gameplay figure out what their speciality is. But at the end they give you the option like do you want to take his eyes? Do you want to take? You can take whatever you want off of him. Right, and if you take the
1: wrong part, it's bad for you.
0: Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Like, and we don't tell you that. You have to pay attention. You have to pay attention to the fighting to figure out yep. what's going to get you to the next level.
1: So first round, you're going up against Glass Joe. Glass Joe from the Punch-Out series.
0: And if you and take his jaw, you're the fucking worst player in the entire universe. Oh, yes,
1: you will lose instantly.
0: Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine, like, the the challenges online? Like the Glass Joe run where you take the Glass jaw from him, then the next guy has, like a weak, uh, weak left arm, and then you take that from him, and they're like, only the best players can keep taking the worst parts from these men.
1: Right, because you can, you still feasibly could win with all the worst parts, but still.
0: It's gonna be really tough. What's this game called? Um... Oh, god. I don't know why. um, I've got two that come to mind. One was Boxing Stein. Box...
1: I like... Um... (laughs) I was going to say, uh... Punch Surgeon.
0: Punch Surgeon 2018. Now mine, that's similar to mine, which was Mike Tyson's teeth out. <laughs> I don't know what advantage teeth would give, but you can take people's teeth. And not even all of them. You can take one, two, however many you want. It's just be take em's Boxing. Take-, take Em's Boxing Simulator. Oh. Okay, so we've got Take em's Boxing Simulator. What's our next title going to be?
1: Um Alright, so we've gone through boxing. Mm-hmm. So we've got a
0: sport it's sports.
1: Sport okay uh, I love how we did circle back around to evolution in a way. Yeah. Well Alright, maybe we want to do something a little bit more sci fi maybe a sci Okay. Maybe we need to have a steampunk video game.
0: Okay, and since you brought up sci-fi, I did go to, like, Mass Effect, and I like the idea, like, in a Mass Effect where your choices kind of affect the game and how people perceive you. So you can have Except like a- in
1: this game, your choices actually affect that. Yeah, yeah. And So also- by the time you get finished, there are 400 possible endings, and it took 27 years to code. <laughs>
0: exactly! And there are, like, uh, good options and bad options. Um, but I like this idea because like sometimes in those games they give you like tough choices like your best friend is turning into a zombie this isn't mass effect based uh, your best friend is like turning into a zombie and do you a steampunk him? zombie do you kill him or do you let him suffer and um, you know you kind of have to come up with that choice I like that but I also like the idea that in ours only bad choices will result in the good ending but we don't tell anybody <laughs>
1: so all the good choices. They stretch you so thin that by the time you're finished, you can't actually beat the boss. You
0: can't. By the, like, one of the choices is just like, your friend will die unless you give him your kidney. And you give him off a kidney, and then every five minutes in the game, you have to go piss because you only have one working kidney. And
1: in, in the final boss, his the first thing he does is punches you in your non-existent kidney.
0: Oh, no, no, no. That's like a superiority play. It, like, it punches oh. you in the kidney, but you don't have one, and you're like
1: try again again then he punches you in the only kidney you have and it Fuck! explodes
0: and then you pee your pants as well <laughs> did you pee your pants <laughs> but i you did say something i liked which is steampunk zombies which is uh it's reminiscent of a movie i tried to write once with a friend and it was extremely problematic uh based around the concept of a uh of um a old rabbi trying to turn people into Jewish zombies so his temple could have more people to come to it, um, which I don't know. it was kind of like a commentary on like you know uh, people reaching out with religion but not for the right reasons. like you know it, it wasn't that bad of a concept. But I like the idea that instead there's, like, a local steampunk convention, but it's going to get closed down after five years running, and they're like, we have to save it. we got to save it somehow. And one crazed dude is like, I know. And he turns people into steampunk zombies to come, and you have to... He, like,
1: shoves gears in their eyes.
0: Yeah. Oh, God, gears in their eyes. Uh, No, no, no. I like the idea that it's kind of like a... um, a dead rising almost where you're all contained in this one area which is going to be the convention center and you have oh. to go around and save people from the uh, gears
1: now what happens if i want to kind of do the opposite so what if i want to start creating steampunk zombies
0: if you want to do steampunk well i think okay here's the thing There are half good normal people and half steampunk zombies there. And I don't think the steampunk zombies are particularly, like, vicious at this point. Oh! Oh! That's what it is! They're not vicious at the beginning. So, like, if you try to save them, they don't fight back. But, like, halfway through the game, the guy who turned them is like, he's trying to change them back. We have to change this. Boom! Presses a button, they all turn evil and start to attack you.
1: Oh. So you've got, like, a guy who's a normal dude that you just saved, and he keeps talking about, like, you gotta save his brother. But his brother's now turned into an aggressive steampunk zombie, and there's probably no way you can save him. And that leads to the iconic line, he's more steam now than man.
0: Twisted and evil! <laughs> okay, so that's... A, that's like what a saying. gear. What's twisted and evil.
1: One? Um.
0: I really just... Steam Rising? I like Steam Sale.
1: Steam Sale? <laughs> yeah, it's
0: like a reference to something, and then, like, people will buy it. They'll be like, oh, look, the Steam Sale is up. Oh, it's the
1: Steam Sale. Wait a minute.
0: That's not the Steam Sale. The shitty game. Mm, exactly. Um, alright, so that's our second one. I think this third one will finish us up. What are we going home on here, buddy?
1: Okay. So, imagine... If we did Fallout, kay. but farming. I think Fallout is farming, though. No, no, no. Fallout 4 is just building settlements. This is just farming.
0: Okay, so take everything good about Fallout.
1: Yep, it's like pull it away. if you merge Stardew Valley and Fallout.
0: Okay, so you're playing Stardew Valley. Okay, no, no, no. Here's my idea. You-
1: Oh, you're playing Stardew ba- Valley and the bombs drop. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. This is not, this is an update for Stardew Valley that they don't tell anybody about. Like, they're just like, oh, we updated, we fixed a few bugs here and there, we changed a few things, and you log back into Stardew Valley. <laughs> and you get to your farm and you're, like, watering stuff and you're trying to get everything together, and then you just, are like, <whistles> Boom! <laughs> everything explodes
1: around you. Yep, and in the distance you see mushroom clouds.
0: Mm -hmm. No, 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 here's what it is. You hear the (laughs) and then the mayor of the town comes and is like, Come with me, come with me, come with me! And you have to follow him, and then that's when you go into the vault. (laughs) I didn't know this town had a vault. And then when you come out, obviously the first thing you do is go check on your crops. And, oh, oh, fuck, I just came up with something. This is going to be like plants versus zombies, but in reverse. Because depending on how good, like if you were like a nooblet like me, who had kind of a shitty farm, you're kind of safe. But if you have like this intense farm full of all these plants, they are now evil monsters that are all coming to kill you.
1: All of your plants are extremely mutated. And it could depend on whatever you've got planted at the farm.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, man, and also, I like the idea that, like... But some... Maybe
1: some plants are good. What? Maybe some plants are good and they want to help
0: you. No, no, no. There is a mystical watering can that turns them back into normal plants. And that's the farm part, is the fact that you have to... Beat them into submission but not killing them, then hit them with the watering can, and that opens back up your farm for a bit. So, like, there's this small segment, but also the zombie, the, the zombie plants can start attacking those and turning them back, so you have to immediately fence it off.
1: Oh, yeah. I
0: think maybe you could get some defense plants in there as well. Yeah, it's like a tower defense game as well.
1: Yeah, but only at night because that's when the zombie plants come out in full force.
0: Yeah, it's like towered. Yeah, dude, that's what it is. You get out during daytime and you see all your plants and they're like laying down dead, and you're like, oh, well, I guess I'll fix that in the morning. Go to bed. And then it gives one of those like Stardew Valley esque cutscenes, and you just see them wake up and start fucking shit around. And they start to come towards your, uh, like, bedroom and you have to wake up from your bed and then like barricade the door to save yourself until the morning where they all die and that's when it becomes like a tower defense game
1: yes and you have to any plants that make it through you have to cut down and fight on your own
0: mm-hmm. um man how do you find out about there has to be a part in this game where you have to find out about the mystical watering can
1: um I think like all I think it's just um Somebody comes up to you one day and says, Hey, you know, I got some modifications I made to this watering can. You know, I'm the local wizard, and honestly, I just kind of dipped it into my stew pot, and now it's glowing, and I don't want it anymore.
0: I don't know what it does. And then you, like, sprinkle it over a player. It's like one of those old-school, like, click-and-drag games where you don't really know it does anything until you just fucking try it. So you're like... Yep. Use shovel on plant. Use this on plant. Use watering can on plant. And then Wait. when you Oh, no, no! It's a healing can. It turns any water into it into a healing elixir. And since uh, the plants are technically undead, it heals them back to life. Yeah, exactly. And that's and how later, you save them.
1: Yeah, later you go back, though, to the wizard's tower that gave you the watering can, you find out he's been murdered by plants. So now you have to use the wizard's uh, wizardly magical stuff to make more zombie plant-defeating instruments. And that's how it becomes more like an RPG. And there gives you progression.
0: Right, okay. And also, like, reven- it becomes like a revenge plot at that point, I think. So instead of wanting to save the plants... You're like I want to kill these plants. Yeah,
1: because you gotta to, you gotta kill the plant boss,
0: the evil plant. Okay, who's our big bad? Who's our big plant boss?
1: It's a giant onion with a mean face, and his name is Gerald.
0: <laughs> King Gerald, the mighty onion.
1: Because he was a, he was originally an onion that you just left like, in your onion box in your house and for some reason it had a hole in it and he was mad mhm cause you weren't gonna use him oh maybe you threw him in the compost heap
0: no that's a, is that a thing in Stardew cause I don't think I ever got to that
1: no there's not but this is our game
0: no that's the whole it's not King Onion it's the compost heap it's the whole compost heap but the top of it is King Onion's face
1: his his name is Gerald the Shitstack mhm
0: Oh, I like the idea of revealing like there's an evil wizard in Stardew Valley and they're behind all of this. And any of the when you like at the end of the day are like, okay, well, I don't need these plants. I'm going to sell them. He's the one who's been getting the plants. He's the one who's been getting the plants to turn them into evil monsters. Yeah. All right. So that's our last game. So we have Pick'em's Boxing or what was it? Pick'em's Boxing. I think it was. Yeah, it was Take'em's. Take'em's Boxing Simulator. We have a Steam Sale. And now finally we have this. What is the name of this one?
1: Um. Plants Do Zombie Valley.
0: Or like Stardew Killing. (laughs) Stardew Killing. Stardew
1: Killing.
0: Oh. Which my favorite thing is the fact that at the beginning of that game is was like an indictment of, like, exciting games and of, like, the city life, and then we're turning it back into this city-exciting-game thing.
1: Oh, it's okay. It is pretty exciting, but there is still no city because the city got destroyed by
0: bombs. Yeah, exactly. And also, all of your um, fri- family lo- is dead. I love the uh, whole... Um, undertale aspect we're adding to it as well where you can you can have a no kill run it's just going to be really difficult at certain points oh yeah like that magical watering can gives you the ability to possibly have a no kill run but in order to successfully use it on that last boss you have to like upgrade it to the best watering can possible
1: you have to use it on him 50 times
0: yeah exactly and if that like Okay, you have to upgrade that, and you also have to upgrade your health, because you have to resist all of those attacks, be able to potion up, while simultaneously only using your watering can. It's very difficult, but if you can do it, you're an ace at that game.
1: You gotta be real good at micromanaging for Stardew Killing. Stardew Killing!
0: Alright, Blake, man, I think... Are we tech... Are we Silicon Valley influencers now? Because we've we've made, like, four things on one episode.
1: I will tell you, if um, someone comes out there and makes a product called Google Grass, I don't know if I have a leg to stand on because I use the term Google, but someone's going to get sued and it may or may not be me. And it
0: <laughs> May or may not, probably, it's going to be me, actually, I think. For the yep. Google Grass.
1: And it's going to come out of the company payroll.
0: What's bad is it's not a bad idea. Like a like a solar panel that also looks like grass. That way it doesn't... It looks the same, just having like this normal panel that's got grass on it.
1: Oh yeah, except it's your whole yard.
0: Except it's the whole yard. And it powers your whole house. Oh man, so Blake Tanner, it's been an episode. What yeah. did you learn this week?
1: You know what, Scotty? I learned that uh, healing is only for young Portuguese grandmas.
0: Young, <laughs> and I learned, um, fuck, I <laughs> learned that the best way to evolve as a boxer is to steal their eyes, take their <laughs> eyes, yank them out. Oh man! All right. So wait, are so, we saying those that T? Where can they find you on the internet?
1: Really, though, Mike Tyson was ahead of the game on that one. Yep. You can find me at Blake A. Tanner on Twitter. You can find me at The Darkroom Vidya on YouTube and anywhere on the BS Network. I'm around. I'll plop my head
0: in things sometimes. Yep. And you could find me on Twitter at Scottymo. That's S-E-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. And make sure to buy all my books on Amazon Queezle Corp., The Whole Trilogy, BS vs. The Gods, or. Even go to audible dot or audible trial.com slash BS network, get a free thirty-day trial of Audible, and pick up Queasel Corp or Queasel Corp Risen, and then BS versus the gods should be out soon. I had to cease production for a few because my voice was messed up. But all of that should be there available for you. You get it for free and you support us. It's abso- it's a win-win situation for everybody at audibletrial.com slash BS. S network and of course make sure to go to patreon.com slash a load of BS and support us over there you get shouted out on the show you get access to the discord all of those perks available for you over there or of course pick you up a shirt merch.a load of ladies and gentlemen you can go over there get you a shirt get you uh, some merchandise for this stuff I make a brand new shirt every single month for a load of BS I actually just ordered a bunch of it for Dragon Con so, I'm gonna no, be like, chilling like a motherfucker at Dragon Con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nothing on that. You're just gonna be like, no, I I just, I can't. I'll be there
1: in the background. Yeah, I was fixing fr- to say. I'll wear a shirt.
0: Uh, Blake won't because we couldn't get an official show approved, but I can finally say I'm gonna be on two panels at Dragon Con. So, if you guys Woo. are gonna be hanging out in Atlanta. This uh the beginning of this September, make sure to head on over to Dragon Con and see me for two of my podcasting panels on the podcast track. So make sure to come out for that at the end of this month and make sure to go to a load of com and check out all the other shows like Fun Fiction where me and my buddy Brenna, we read read or watch different things and then read bad fanfiction about it, or good fanfiction depending. Uh, Make sure to watch Opposite Attractions, where me and Jim Murphy build our own theme park. And then Fight Boys, where me, Blake, and our buddy Dylan talk about Pro Wrestling. It's an absolutely awesome time over at a load of pure And as always, you can find us at a load of pure Buy our merch at a load of pure Find us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, donate to the Patreon, and remember you can find Blake and me on Twitter at a load of pure BS. Accept no substitutes, and we will see you next week.